Welcome back. You have tuned in to another episode of Pastors of Pain, and you're about to lose 30 minutes of your life. I am here with Father... Okay, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, that's hard. (laughs) People will shut it off if they hear that. Or they'll go to sleep. Well, they do when they hear our voices. We are not. They better the, not. They're not. We're not the sleep remedy that we advertise. I did have a guy. I should say uh, there was a guy uh, maybe about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, that while I was preaching, was reading the bulletin. <laughs> no way. I just want you to know, guy out there, I saw you. <laughs> I saw you, and I almost said something. I almost said something, but, but I you didn't. didn't. I just kept right on preaching, <laughs> and I thought. I don't know. Maybe he's blocking the sun or something. Yeah, because you need some stained glass windows. You need some stained glass windows in that church. I know. We're working on it. I think he was reading the bulletin. And actually, I thought it was a pretty good homily, too. A pretty good bulletin. So he missed out. Oh, it's definitely a good bulletin. (laughs) We have have the best bulletin in Payne County. Whoa. I don't have one, so... So, Cushing... It's a, between us and Cushing. The, the battle is I've on. I've never seen the, the bulletin in Cushing, but I'll take on the challenge. Wow. Okay. Well, welcome back to another uh, episode of Pastors of Pain. Here we are, Pastors of Pain. I, I, I was told that I have way too much energy and way too much ADD, and so I tried to tranquilly bring about the beginning of this show. It didn't work. To prove to myself that I could be calm for 20 seconds and i made I it to like know. i don't know like 14 know. and some change so we've just had uh we just had thanksgiving that oh, was yeah. awesome i'm still full really <laughs> that's i was wondering what that was coming out of your ears is that stuffing uh-huh yeah <laughs> yeah that was uh well that's one of those uh your mama's so fat jokes you ever heard that <laughs> You heard that one? Yeah. Your mama, your mama's so fat she fell and broke her leg and gravy poured out. <laughs> you heard that one? Oh. The 1990s. There was some great ones. That was from uh, White Man Can't Jump. Was it really? Yeah. I saw your mom kicking a can down the street. I asked her what she was doing. She said, moving. <laughs> that was... Those were great. Oh, okay. We won't. Uh, we could do a whole <laughs> show of your mama jokes. Yeah. No, no, because my mom is Mary, queen of the universe. Really? Yeah. She, she thinks she's that. No, my mom. No, Mary, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Oh, queen yeah, of yeah, the yeah, yeah. But your mother's name is Mary. My mother's name is Margaret. Oh, but everybody calls her Peggy. Really? Because my, yeah, Margaret. That's that's where Peggy comes from. People named Peggy are always named Margaret. No way. That's yeah. not true. It is true. I, I've never heard that. I think you're a lying. Do you know anyone liar. else besides my mom named Peggy? No, but I know Margarets. Right, and if they were Mar- Margarets, Margarets have a lot of options. They can go by Marge, Margie, Margie. I know all these people, right? And then a Margie? lot of Margarets go also go by Peggy or Peg. I guess that's like Guadalupe. You got Guadalupe, Lupe, Lupe Lupita. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But well, I, if, yeah, I've that's never, from Peggy. If you know someone named Peggy, chances are their first name is Margaret. Okay. Like my mom. Well, yay, mom. Day, yay, mom. How was your mom? Uh, how, was, awesome. how was Turkey Day with your mom? Awesome. Does she awesome. cook? Uh, not so much. Does your dad cook? Not so much anymore. Really? I mean, there, there was a, there what, was the a order time. out? There was a time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, local grocery store. And so you pick up a turkey on like Wednesday? Yeah. Fire it up, yeah. 
It's awesome. In Houston, we have uh, this. There's this glorious place. It's called H E B. Oh my gosh, H E B is the best. Dude, when you walk in, what I love about H E B when you walk in, you're attacked by vegetables. The fruit section and vegetable section is incredible. And then, yeah, it's yeah. a big store. So we have one right by right by the house where I grew up uh-huh. in uh, Kingwood, Texas. <laughs> Shout out to the wood. The Kingwood cows, is that what they are? Or the Mustangs. Uh, I knew you were some sort of four-legged creature. Kingwood cows. Okay, got no, it. No, no. No? No. Well, so uh, Thanksgiving, it's always a great time. But you know what? I, I was, when Thanksgiving gets to the, um, to the end of... Um, Brings it, what? Hold on, let me rephrase that sentence. Thanksgiving brings us to the end of the month. And the end of the month is when things. Advent. Advent is coming, people. Are you ready? I am. Are you ready for the advent? It's the new year. It's the, the, when, when we begin Advent, we begin the new liturgical year. Really? Yes. I, it's true. People think New Year's is January 1st. If you're a Catholic, New Year's is New Year's the is first Sunday of Advent. The first Get pumped. Sunday of Advent. The new liturgical year. It's right year. upon us. It's coming. It's coming. But what's awesome, though, is before the Sunday before the first Sunday of Advent, and by the way, if you're just, if, you know, if you're just tuning in, Advent is the four weeks uh, leading up to the celebration of Christmas. Uh, it's a preparation season. It's a, a, a season of repentance as we gear up for the celebration of our birth. Not our birth, the birth of Jesus. <laughs> I apologize. So um, I'll, let me just say this. Um, I, was, um, I was driving down 6th Street here, uh, Highway 51 here in Stillwater. Mm-hmm. This was, I'm going to say November 1st, maybe. Well, wow, I'm okay. driving by the Walmart. What is out in front of the Walmart? Oh, oh, let me guess. Uh, Thanksgiving stuff. No. No. Walmart. Get with it. Two huge, like, inflatable Christmas trees. It's November 1st, and I'm just, I'm, I was disgusted. So I pulled into the parking lot. I got out. No, you did I took a knife, and I (laughs) smashed them. I popped both of them. And then the police came, and I told them, hey, Police, it's okay because these trees shouldn't be here because it's only November 1st and Advent hasn't even started. And they said, fine, no problem. Have a great day. And then I went on and had mass. <laughs> no. Maybe that just... These only, things are illegal. Maybe that just only happened in my dreams. But anyway, it's not Christmas yet, people. Can I just be ranty for a minute here? Go Christmas. Hey, hey, where's that soapbox we used to keep I, in here? I am, in the studio. I am now on the soapbox. I am now on the soapbox. Advent is the season leading up to Christmas. Christmas, people, listen. Christmas starts, starts on December 25th. The 12 days of Christmas, the first day of Christmas is December 25th. It's not the 12 days leading up to Christmas. It's not some Christmas <laughs> countdown. <laughs> It is the first day of Christmas is December twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Christmas season follows Christmas. What? Anyway, it's I'm just true. figuring this out. I get I get a little ranty this time of year. So just be ready, people. All of my parishioners, mm-hmm. you might you might hear some of this. 
I can hear forth, the su- in a forthcoming homily, and I try not to be angry about it. Yeah, I just want I want everyone to celebrate Christmas properly. Yeah, but anyway, we digress. We're about to enter the season of Advent, but before Advent is one of my and I think yours. We've uh, never truly discussed uh, this, but I, one of I our love favorite. It. It's, one, it's one of my favorite feast days, solemnities, yeah. and it's the solemnity of Christ, Christ the, the King, King of the Universe. Yeah, Christ, King of the Universe. It's r- really a great, yep, great. All right, give awesome. us a little. Do you know what do you know about it? Well, give us a little. I know, I know, I know a little. I know a little background because I, I, I lived at Christ the King in Tulsa. I, I was the associate pastor at Christ the King in what? Tulsa. What were you in this? Were you there for a the, year and a half? We were there at the same time. And I was first. We were not. What? I was there five years. You were there a year and a I half. I lived there. For, I lived there for two years. Was assigned there for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Christ the King in Tulsa. I, I loved walking through that. Uh, bishop Dan Muggenberg, who's now the bishop auxiliary bishop of Seattle. Shout out. Yeah, he would uh, he would always give us a little uh, lesson on the church, and w- and his his report is that it's the very first Christ the King in the world. Is that true? Christ I, the King in okay. Tulsa, so, fifteen twenty South Rockford. Yeah, I, that's what they say. Because it's like Pius the, I think it's like Pius the tenth in nineteen twenty five. Pius the Pius the eleventh. Pius the eleventh. Oh, well, thanks for correcting me. Yes, yes. So I'm already wrong. You got to know your papal history. So, sorry, uh, in nineteen like in the nineteen twenties, sends out this proclamation. Nineteen twenty five sends out this proclamation that in the document quas primas that there should be this. Have awesome you been reading 1920s papal documents again? I have just a little oh, bit. You. It was uh, dried and flaky, but I found it online, and it was in digital form, so as ever ancient, ever new. So, so just just re- even reading it, that you know, Bishop Muggerberg was very clear that this is probably the very first church that was named, and I think he told me it was Francis Kelly who named it. Bishop Francis Clement Kelly? Yeah, because he built Christ yeah, the King. that's right. Yeah, and then named it because I think it was Blessed Sacrament Catholic Church, and it was changed into it was going to be Sacred Heart, Sacred Heart, yeah, Sacred Heart, and then it was turned into uh, Christ the King. Wow, yeah, yeah, and it, it, there, there's this like you know the the mosaic over the altar is really beautiful and tells you just by spending time in Christ the King Catholic Church in Tulsa, fifteen twenty South Rockford Avenue, gives you all the theology. It's Jesus and the mosaic. Uh, Bishop Muggerberg told us is it him standing upon the world literally uh, on fire? Like you can see the green of the earth, you can see the fire, and he's standing upon it with his orb in his hand that he's Christ the King and his scepter of judgment <laughs> in the other, and then wearing the cra- a crown, yeah. wearing a crown. Yes. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, this incredibly beautiful image. But then on the opposite sides of the windows flanking it, these gorgeous stained glass windows are who? So on the, in, at Christ the King in Tulsa, there are 10 stained glass windows in the main church. On one side are the Old Testament kings, uh, David, Melchizedek, and then the three, uh, the three wise men, Caspar, Melchior, Baltazar. Yeah. All right? And then on the other side are the more sort of modern kings. Uh, I'm not going to name them all, but it's like... Henry, that are saints. Ooh, ooh. Henry Wenceslas, uh, Louis, uh, King something the Confessor, uh, Edward the Confessor, Edward the Confessor. Dang it! And I'm forgetting the other one because I haven't lived there in a long time. But anyway, all of them are facing the mosaic of Christ the King. Yeah, sure. All of them 
have their crowns off and in their hands, and they're offering them to Christ the King. So they wow. are these earthly kings offering their crowns to the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Jesus. Jesus. Alleluia. Uh-huh. Um, so it's, it's, it's not a, I mean, so Christ the King is not, a, it's not like a new title of Jesus. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of scripture. Well, think of the, think of the cross. Like, look at the cross. Okay. What does it say above every, every cross? Inri. Inri? What? Above the cross? It yeah. doesn't say Inri. Inri. I-N-R-I. Oh. I, I That's you... what one of my, one of my nephews asked me that one time. Uh, Uncle Brian, why does it say Inri above the cross? Is he sturdy? No, he just was nasally. <laughs> <laughs> so what does Inri mean then? Well, so the I, you'll see, if you go to Catholic churches, you'll see the crucifix, the body of Jesus on the crucifix, crown of thorns, and then you'll see I-N-R-I. Okay, I'm thinking of my words that begin with I. So, standing for Jesus. Uh-huh. So, like G- Jesus. Okay. Right? And there's an I and a J. Oh, it's in Latin. There's no right. J's in I. Right, okay, no J's yeah. in Latin. So, yeah. I is the J. So, Jesus... Uh, King is the R Rex mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of the Ju- of the of the Jews. Um, oh, Jesus Nazarene Na- Rex. Yes, Jesus the Nazarene, King of the Jews. Rex, ye, what is it? Ye, ye duem. Yeah. How about English? How about English? Yeah. So Jesus the Nazarene, King of the Jews. So even even as he's dying. And they, they, they used it. I mean, the Roman soldiers used it in a mocking. Oh, you're the king. Oh, really? Because yeah. we're going to kill Where's you. Where's your kingdom? Yeah. And, oh, you're a king? Well, then we're going let, to, let's put this, let's give you a crown. Let's give you a crown of thorns, um, which Jesus, you know, of course, accepts. And, uh-huh. uh, but so the, the, the term Christ the king is not, is not new. I mean, it's a, that, that we use, I mean, you look at, uh, I mean, there's passages all over the place that Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That's Revelation 19, I think mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Um, uh, we talk about uh, there's one in um, Timothy, First Timothy. Um, Jesus is is the King King of Kings and Lord of Lords. What about what about uh, Blind Bartimaeus from a couple like five weeks ago in the Gospel? He says, "Jesus, Son of David." He yells it out. Yeah. Like yeah. He immediately. Um, the Gospel of Matthew lays out that Jesus is the new king because it breaks all those things up into uh, 14 generations, 14 generations, 14 generations, yep. which is the biblical number for David. Yep. So three times in the genealogy, which I skipped over reading all my life because it was boring. Oh, was until, things, yeah. until you realize that Matthew is trying to tell you Jesus is the long-awaited God king yep. that we've been... So then, yeah. So the title is not new, but the but the feast day is relatively new. The solemnity is relatively mm-hmm. new in the Catholic Church's liturgical calendar, nineteen twenty five. I think you said right. Yeah. Um, so we have not always been celebrating the solemnity of Christ the King, the Sunday before Advent, even though we've been celebrating Christ our King as you know for as long as well, as long as we have been, uh-huh. as long as he wore that crown and not a crown of gold, but a crown of thorns. Um, so anyway, it's an awesome. It's just an awesome feast day, and it's and it's and it's an opportunity, I think, for all of us to, to, to really just to ask ourselves the question: um, Is is Jesus the King of my life? Is He the King of my heart? 
Yeah. Um, so the church says, yes, Jesus is, is king of the universe. Christ, the, the solemnity is actually called Solemnity of Christ, the King, king of the Universe. Um, so he's the king of the universe, and that's a, that's a fact. Is he the king of, of my life? Does he reign in my heart? He can hold all the planets on the edge of the galaxy, yeah. but not But this, not my own heart. <laughs> not yeah. my own heart. Yeah. Not this little place right here. And so I think that's a, that's worthy of our uh, you know of just of, of thinking about this week and certainly on the on the feast day itself but but throughout the week um, is Jesus is Jesus the king the king of my life and and what I what I'm guessing Father Kerry I'm just guessing whoa whoa are what you I about think, to read my soul what I think most people will say is well of course he is oh you know I'm a Christian I'm a Catholic I go to mass you know of course of course he is but then if you start getting specific. Is he the king of every aspect of your life? Oh, oh, how and would I you? think that's where we we okay. sometimes and I do this, and I'm sure our listeners do this too. We um, we we kind of put life into silos. There are certain areas of my life that I allow mm-hmm. my faith to be a part of, and there are certain areas of my life that are off limits to God because I I can handle it, or because I don't want God in that part of my life. Yeah. Because if he gets into that part of my life, I'm going to have to change. Yeah. I've been thinking about this as you've been talking, and this is this. Is it Samuel who anoints Saul and David king? Yeah, Samuel. So you remember that moment when the people come to Samuel and they say, Samuel, give us a king. Yeah. And he says, he goes to God and he's like, no, 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 Samuel, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting me. And the answer that the people give is, well, Samuel says, well, why do, you, why do you want a king? And they said, we want to be like every other nation yep. around us. Yep. And it, it, they it, have the kings heart- and seem to be doing okay. Pardon? They have a king and seem to be prospering. Maybe yeah. we should have a king too. They wanted, we, yeah, they wanted an earthly king when Jesus was saying, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. God was saying, you don't, want a, you don't want an earthly king. You have me. And they say, yeah. no, we do. We do. We actually do. And, and he, tell, he even tells them, he says, if you get an earthly king, this is what that earthly king is going to do. Gonna he's going to take, take your sons for war. He's going to take the best of your fruits. He's going to take the best of your lands. He's going to take your daughters for his servants. This is what's going to happen. They're just going to rob you if you let some other king be your king and not God be your king. That's right, and that's exactly what happened. And uh, there's, I, I love. Uh, the, you ever, uh, do you ever go on the spiritual exercise of Saint Ignatius? I didn't. I haven't. They they talk about these standards, <clears throat> like the flags, and Ignatius talks about like w- what's the flag that is going up in the part of your, the territory of your heart, uh, of raising the standard, and whose standard are you raising? The standard of the of the enemy or the standard of mm. the king? And so what if you have this place in your soul that is made for God, that is your whole body and soul, mind and heart are made for God, then what standard is flying over it? And by what standard is flying over it will show you who's the boss. Yeah, who reigns. Is it God or Tony Danza? Uh, I'm sorry, what? Is it God (laughs) or is it God or the enemy? Tony Danza reference. Yeah, sorry. That was who's I, who's the boss, and it just went right to Tony Danza. Sorry, 
But th- this is the uh, well, like Saint Ignatius in the spiritual exercise. I love exercise. that. I love that. And I think of the in the baptismal rite, like when we baptize uh, babies, uh, we part of the very early on in the baptismal rite is there's this place where the priest, the priest or the deacon who's doing the baptism, and the parents and the godparents. Yeah where we trace a cross on their, on their forehead. Okay. And the line is, I don't have the book in front of me, but it's, you know, you say to the, to the one about to be baptized, to the one about to be baptized, <gasps> I claim you for Christ our Savior by the sign of his cross. I now trace that cross on your forehead and invite your parents and godparents to do the same. And so literally, we, we, we take our, I take my thumb, and I, and I trace a cross on the forehead of that little baby and in their parents. And that's our, it, it's claim, I've always thought of it as like a, Sort of explorers coming to a new land and plant planting a flag. Mm-hmm. I'm planting my flag here to say that this we now reign, and that that's what God is doing: planting a flag in our souls to say, "Christ is my King." Whoa, There's, that, it's pretty cool. Cool. That image. is. Remember in Pahuska, the stained glass windows, the stained glass window on the south side is a picture of these explorers coming to the new world and what are they carrying what are they planting they're planting the cross oh, they don't not have a, fl- a flag there's not oh. a flag there's not a flag of Spain it's not a flag of England it's not a flag of France it's the cross he's oh. got and that's what he's planting wow. in the new world yep. so I think the question for, I think for all of us this week is to ask ourselves, what are the areas of my life that I have opened up to Christ? Yeah. And then, maybe more importantly, what are the areas of my life that I haven't? Um, the two that come to mind, I think, for most people, mm-hmm. for most people, and maybe maybe there's more than two. Uh, I think a lot of, for a lot of people, it's their 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 time, mm-hmm. um, and kind of just the way that they spend their their free time, their leisure, is that is that sort of selfishly being used or is that something that's open to Christ? Another area I think uh, I think fi- financially a lot of people don't feel like and I'm not saying open you know write a big check and you have to give it to the church immediately. But our our our, our finances, is that something that we just sort of have control over and we don't open? And then the third and and maybe the most delicate is the, our sexuality. Ooh. Is that is the way that we use our bodies? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. open to God's plan? And I think for a lot of people, a lot of Catholics that I know, um, it's it's not. That's kind of one area where people are. I don't want. I don't want the teachings of the church in my life over there. Yeah, I'm good in all these ninety percent of these other things. Yes, bring it on. There's this one area, though, that I just need to control myself. And it's very challenging. But I think this is, this is the kind of week, this Christ the King Sunday. I mean, it's, it, this is the time to really give that, a, give that a look. Yeah, to go back and, and look and say, okay, if Christ the King is not reigning in my mind, heart, soul, strength, body, my plans for my life, who, who's reigning there? Like who is yeah. got who's so got Jesus control? Says you can't serve two masters. Yeah, you cannot serve two masters. It's a beautiful feast day and ooh, challenging. Yeah, no, tough. challenging. It should for every single one of. Them. I mean, I'm thinking of areas of my life where now I don't uh, in that, in that certain in that certain area 
I'm I am i am i am too self sufficient. Yeah. I want it my I want it done my way. As they say, the the anthem in hell, Frank Sinatra's <laughs> My Way. <laughs> Frank you know, Sinatra. Just playing over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, but 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 if I think if we're honest with ourselves, the, every single one of us, there are areas of our life that are not as open. Christ is not the king of this particular part of my life. Mm-hmm. But if Christ is the king of the universe, then then every aspect of our life should be open to that wisdom, that grace, mm-hmm. the love that that Christ has for us. Amen, preacher brother. And I'm done. Really? Well, I mean, yeah, a, on that particular. Oh, oh, uh, okay. on that particular point. Well, j- just to to segue, um, name the name the one king we had in the United States of America. Well, they tried to make George Washington a king. Okay, back but in they, the day, and he said no. He said no way. No, no. I want to be president for a limited period of time, and that was actually very interesting. When he Washington could have could have served more more terms than he did but he stopped uh-huh. and he went home and that's why i mean our current practice of that a president serves for two terms um that's where that comes from because washington right at the right at the outset said you, what you we do not want look we just came from this sort of tyranny guys mm-hmm. let's not go back to solely relying on one leader to lead us for decades you know our leaders need to lead and then go home. But anyway, I don't know. What's what's we had a king? Yeah, we had a king. In the United States. In the United States. Come on. Help me out. You're uh, you should know all this stuff. You're, I don't I don't. You and you can't look you can't. When was it? When was it? Oh, I I'm not gonna tell you. Which century? It it was in the twentieth uh, century. Twentieth century we had uh-huh. a king? No. Mm-hmm. Yep. No. Apparently Are we been, gonna fight? Apparently throw down right now. I'll come Kamehameha. Radio fight. I'm going to come come like? I'm going to come Kamehameha on you. Was that it? Yeah. Oh. The Hawaiian king, King Kamehameha. So he was king of He's the king of Hawaii. When? Before it was a state. Oh, but But it was oh. part it was part of the union. Oh. Oh, yeah. good one. Good trivia. Oh, I know. Well played. Thank you. Well played, my friend. All right, now we don't have to fight. No, oh, we don't. That would be awesome though, a fight on the radio. What would that <laughs> And he's punching him. And he's punching him. Jamie would have and to give us a play him. by and play. He missed, and he missed. And he punched. Ooh. Smack, smack. It'd be like Mike Tyson's punch out. Uppercut. <laughs> body blow. Body blow. Right hook. Yeah. But knock him out. Ding, ding, ding. Anyway, for all of you who used to play Mike Tyson's punch out, that was that game was awesome. I feel like I'm back there. Does anyone have that? If anyone has that game, would you please contact us? I was you, glass you were, Joe. Would anyone, would anyone, if you have Mike Tyson's punch out, would you please tell me? Because I would like to come to your house and play it. I only want like an hour. Just give me an hour. That would be totally awesome. You can probably play it online. There's probably. Can I really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you can play almost all video games. What? Online. How are you? RBI just now, baseball. How are you just now finding can this I out? Techno Bowl. Yes. Oh my gosh! Can I be Bo Jackson in Techno Bowl? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, while you're online. Look up uh, the writing by Pius. Did I say Pius the tenth or eleventh? Pius the eleventh. Pius the eleventh. Yep. Read it, quas primas, and figure out why. This is a little homework for you all. Figure out why he was insistent on making this great, awesome solemnity of Christ the King, because it's it's not changed. The reason why it's there, it's not changed. It's still. In our lives and in our culture. He has authority. We don't like to use that word. 
we 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 put the word authority as like a bad word, but Christ has authority. That's what kings do, right? They reign. R e i g n. And they go to battle for they us. They reign. Kings go to battle. Yes, they defend their people. I mean, he's a benevolent king. He's seeking. There are bad kings, right? Christ mm-hmm. is not one of them. He's seeking the good of his subjects. So I mean, we use it. We use we use Christ the King, Christ the Good Shepherd, Christ yeah. the Teacher. Always, always, always seeking our good. And so why are we not letting him into every aspect of our lives? Preach it, Holmes. I thought I was done preaching, but then I wasn't. And then? And then I came back with our little meditation on authority. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end. Are we done? Oh, my gosh. Where does the time go? It's, well, it goes We're quick. We're everybody joined us. Hey, get ready for Advent, people. Get out your purple. Ooh, get to wear violet. Violet. You're turning violet, violet. Yep. Well, welcome back to the end of another show. It's happening. We're going away. We're thankful for your listening. Stay around Um, and listen to Catholic Radio. Be in touch with us. Let us know what you think. Come visit us. Happy Advent. Happy Christ the King. God bless you all. God bless. God bless.